You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, a TV Roundup commentary. Cast commentary, TV roundup commentary for Better Call Saul, the Steely Dan episode of the final series. I'm your host, Alex and Sarah, and I'm here with my two boys, Jackie Boy and Tom Maloney. What's going on, fellas? Yo, yo. I don't know, man. If I wasn't already pumped for this, I'm pumped now. That was solid. Did you, did you decide that before or after? You sent the uh, lyric in a text to us this afternoon. That's fucking money. Oh, did I? Was that this morning? Uh, Maybe it was yesterday. It might have been yesterday. Yeah, when we sent your oh, excited for Steely Dan. Hey, 19. Uh, but it's actually the 12th episode of the final season called Waterworks. And as uh, Tom let us know earlier, uh, Waterworks, the, the space right before go to jail on the Monopoly board. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice throw. We are all queued up on our file at 36 seconds. We are after the previously on. We got a black screen. We're about to go into the episode itself. We're gonna count down three, two, one, and then on go. We're gonna hit play and get to the Steely Dan of Better Call Saul. Here we go, gentlemen. You ready? You yep. sure? Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. You're almost there, Jack. You're almost there. I guess so. Look at fucking Man, Saul, they... Saul's even bored. <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a Shining reference. You get it? It's fucking clever. Oh, 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 oh right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh my god! Y- you know, it's also like there, there's little... something about Mary reference. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> Fuck your mothers. Hey. All right, quick time check because I blew it already. Okay. <laughs> We're at 116. 117. 116. Oh, damn. 19. Oh, God. I'm fucked. I hate when you hit that mouse and it just fucking... Uh, just I what I did. Place. I hit, like, the, the VLC player icon and just shut oh, up. So give me 130. One, give me Give me 135. Six. Seven. Eight. Boom. All right. One of my favorite uh, schoolyard games as a kid, we used to call it Pinners. Or Suicide. We used to do Suicide, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wall ball. Wall ball. Yep. Mm -hmm. Dude. Dude. Guys. They're fucking Wait, what? Is it the Pillars of Justice falling down on uh, Saul Goodman's desk? Something. Styrofoam, though, bro. Oh, right. Cheap bastard. Oh, it's because he... Right, right. So he's not... He's <laughs> hollow inside, a little crusty on the outside, and you can't recycle. That's <laughs> my phone. Oh, God. Now, Jack always likes to point out how slick the ties and uh, shirt prints are in Butter Call Saul. What do you think about this one, Jack? I feel like this is your color palette, as it were. I feel like this is the suit that Ace Rothstein wears after the stroke. 
<laughs> hey, it says hi. So, <clears throat> the uh, document says James McGill. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't really change his name to Saul Goodman legally. I heard two different podcasts today question whether he did or not. Is anybody actually paying attention to this show when they watch it, or are they just fifing all over it in podcasts after episodes? Well, I, I, well I think it's more like, and Jack can speak to this. It's more about the feeling that you get, the more so of the quality of the show itself. So the feelings are way more important than the quality writing, the quality uh, acting and, and directing and stuff like that. What do you think, Jack? Yeah. Also, how annoying was the chopping of this potato? Like, uh, do you do you know nothing about the fucking claw grip? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, we've already lost them, Alex. Oh. <laughs> I, I was I was lost. He's out on I the potato. We have ago. no chance here. I just, I, I mean, <clears throat> how, we, we knew it was going to happen, but you can't tell me you weren't disappointed that this episode starts and in, in, we're in black and white Kim world and you're just like, uh, well, uh, oh, God. Well, I mean, just checking in with the Saul fans who are seeing Kim for the first time. <laughs> Congrats. Now, she just has bad bro. taste in, in guys. That's all it is. Yeah, broskies, they're just like nailing Florida oh. people. Oh, though. you get it? It's not mayonnaise. It's a metaphor. It's an imitation. Ugh, fucking dicks. Right, like so, mir- Miracle Whip. Miracle, right? Miracle Whip. Whip. Miracle Whip. Uh, Jimmy will need a miracle, right, to whip himself into shape. <laughs> to not get caught in Carol with Ferdinand's mayonnaise. Web. Wait, no, is that not the? Meanwhile, being a cheap substitute for mayonnaise, the real thing. <laughs> oh boy, the guy she's dating here. You know, the, you guys know the Geico. I think it's Geico. The commercials where, um. It's like a therapist tra- training people to not turn into their parents. It's like the blue oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 about the- yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's the one where the guy's like, "Do you know what? Do you know what uh, kind of pawn that is, son? <laughs> Don't call me coy." And he like slaps him on the shoulder because it's a coy pond and it's oh. you know it's, like, it's real corny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, worst. Yeah. yeah. But this guy is like just like that dude oh, in totally. the commercial. I was thinking about him the entire time. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is a Geico commercial. This dude and those glasses hanging. This is Pete's uh, version of a utopian barbecue right now. Just the just the boys hanging out around the grill, talking <laughs> fucking shit on the inner coast. Oh yeah. How do you guys feel about an inner coast in Florida? Maybe you want to be on the coast. Uh, the actual coast. On the coast. The West Coast. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that I've been enough to have a preference one way or the other. I don't know. That hasn't stopped you before for having a really strong opinion on it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you can just admit it, Jack. You didn't even watch this episode before. <laughs> oh, I watched it. Oh, I definitely watched it. So I, my, my You're experience the first one this... to text. You were the first one to text. <laughs> yeah, my experience watching this this morning, it was like, it was like a, it's kind of like Kim sleeping with this guy. It was a fucking ordeal. Like, 
I, 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 I'm just, I'm done. I'm the wrong. I, I, I'm just done. I, I, I almost it. wanted I, to I, yell that Ricky Gervais where he was David Brent in the office. It's been ripe up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate. Yeah, I just don't care about uh, about Kim anymore. Uh, they just took this 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 series in a direction that I don't. Uh, I got I got no interest in. So, All right. Uh, right. Amazing, they're watching Amazing Race, right? So it's an amazing race for Kim <laughs> to get to the ABQ to sign those papes or something. I'm just trying to hold on. I'm hearing from the salt ends. All right, I nailed it. Apparently, I nailed it. I nailed it. Theorizing, guys. Oh, you're crushing. It's just, the, it's, it's just like <laughs> TM. You know how... The fake sky, that fake Florida sky. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> TM, you know how every year the Chargers are just like the trendy pick for the Super Bowl? Every mm-hmm. single offseason. It's yes. just like, oh, you know, they're building something special. Uh, you know, and it's just constantly fucking sticking the mud franchise. There's a uh, there's a website that I I'll check a couple times a week more for just like keeping an eye on what's coming out called the AV Club right now back in the day AV Club was halfway decent like they would have some interesting film reviews and then the more prevalent TV got they would review a lot of TV shows that I hadn't necessarily heard were coming out you know maybe like five six years ago they got bought out by another company and their reviews have been kind of shitty but <clears throat> still a decent resource for like seeing what's coming out in the next few days right so obviously i'm on there and they've had these better call Saul reviews and i think every episode this season has gotten at least they graded on like an abc scale mm-hmm. i think every episode this season almost has gotten like an a or an a plus oh yeah and it's just the most navel gazely trendy, fucking stupid take, in my opinion. That like, how is this an A plus show? How? Like, Jack, uh, I jumped to, through about four or five different review podcasts today. Can I tell you that in the fr- I, mean, I didn't get through ten minutes of of any of them. Okay, one of them in the first two minutes. Stated this is quite possibly the best episode of television ever. And I'm just like, next, get out of here. I can't say. Okay, so this, they drop, you know, the, the series itself drops a podcast afterwards, right? You have the friggin' sit down on TV after the shit they used to start with Walking Dead, where you have the people talking about it on the show, if the actors are mm-hmm. on the show. Sure. Right? Yep. right? Okay. Yeah. So then there's this, then there's also this podcast. So that's like a showrunner hosting it with the costume designer and Vince Gilligan and Gould is on and whatever. Okay, so those things are always bad because to because to me that sums up Hollywood and to me that's just four people sitting around in a circle jerk yeah, telling yeah, each yeah. other how great they are. Yeah, right? They're terrible. They, mm-hmm. they have that for every show or every, I mean recently anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That one, I deal with that for about two minutes, and I'm like, no, 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 I can't do this. <laughs> then I find like four or five more that have the same vibe going, and I'm like, now, wait a minute. I mean, what is going on? Everybody, I heard this is one of the best shows of all time today in my ear hole like three times. Come on. And anyone who even says, forget of all time, <clears throat> for the best show of the year is Severance. Oh, oh. 
it's got eighteen fucking Emmys, and I know Emmys don't mean anything, but fuck off. Yeah, okay? yeah. it's either Severance or the Bear. It's, yeah, it's, like those are both miles I mean, ahead. I loved The Offer. It's not one of the best shows, but it was a goddamn lot of fun, also. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on now, people. I, I just don't understand. Now, these Jack, are also I'm, shows. Jack, I'm that... muting you until you can fucking stop chewing into the mic. Anyway, he's muted. <laughs> what are you? What are you? Are you me on a bench cast? What are you doing? <laughs> so... <laughs> all, right, all right. Now, listen. Okay, Jack, hold on. Okay, deep breath. Deep breath. We got a long way to go here. Now, I got to be honest. I somewhat oh, enjoyed watching this episode. Yeah, everyone's always fucking eating. Dude, she used Miracle Whip, bro. This is like mind blowing. This is the best TV ever. Oh God, she is in. She's in her own personal penance. She's punishing herself. Get the fuck. We needed thirty minutes of the episode of her living in the shitty Florida world. I mean, it's not even really uh, good. The pent ultimate series finale. Series. This is what we're doing. Okay. In the article that I'm going to start referencing often during this commentary, Vince Gilligan, it's mentioned that this was a character that was, I think it was in the pilot, was like, had two lines. They just wanted Jimmy McGill to have a love interest. She was never even meant to be basically the second most important character in the show. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And now, and like, and that's to your point, what you're saying and what Pete was complaining about, about this being the penultimate, the Steely Dan of the series. Mm-hmm. And it's about Kim Wexler, a character that never even was supposed to hold any water in the <laughs> overall story here. Yeah, like, yeah. And the title, Water Works. Whoa, whoa. And did you see she drove a Prius? She's driving a Prius, right? Like Prius. Oh god. So like pre US, pre United States, American Samoa, hello. Florida. <laughs> I just this one moment I wish it was a video podcast so you could see my fucking face. What um, Tom the, the the article you're talking about, you sent it to us. It's the Rolling Stone article of Vince Gilligan. It's written by yeah. Alan Seppenwall, who mm. uh, more or less like his stuff, but uh th- I don't know. Something about this article I really didn't like or this interview I really didn't like. Um, so Gilligan talks about how they – the way he and – I forget the other guy's name uh, that that are the showrunners and writers for Saul is that they write two inches in front of their face, from, from their faces. So they're not planning they need, they out – They need glasses, bro. They need glasses. <laughs> and see, I, I don't mind that idea if you're writing – so like a lot of um, novelists have that – kind of method because they don't want to know where the story goes because they're just trying to figure it out. He had a fucking TV show, though. In my opinion, you better fucking know where it's going because millions and millions of people that are subscribed to the network and watching and all this other stuff, they're fucking depending on you. What the fuck? You know what that reminds me of? Jack, would you like to answer that question? Oh, boy. I think I know. I feel like I have a couple of answers there, so I'll just... Hold on, I'm going to get lost here for a second. Thank you, Alex. Alex got it. I mean, come on. So, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. So, my cousin sent me a link the other day. This is not Better Call Saul related, but it's kind of related. It's okay. Sent me a link the other day to a fucking uh, uh, YouTube video essay, six-hour YouTube video essay about how much Lost sucks. And my response to him was... 
I will not give that show any more of my time. And that's that. Fair enough. Okay. But you understand my point. Writers sure. don't know where they're going. I mean, this sure. guy... It, now, I read this... Now, okay, Vince but there's a, there are way, But hold on, though. There are ways to do that, though. Like, Breaking Bad had a had a, a a central theme that it was trying to get across and it, it I, i'm pretty sure that gilligan knew that like it ends with when walter ends right because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a sure. very like clean arc mm-hmm. they didn't necessarily map out all the beats in between same thing with battlestar galactica like I, I don't think you guys watched it but battlestar galactica is another show that ron moore even said like i didn't have an exact plan going in but i knew where they had to end it yeah and like he had an idea for where the story is supposed to conclude. And to your and, point, Gilligan extended Jesse Pinkman's character in, in right. Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was supposed to die in the first season. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I think there are ways of doing it where I, – I think The Leftovers is another really good example, right? Like, The, the Leftovers didn't have a defined ending, but they kind of, like, worked through it with the with the writer of the book, didn't they? I'm pretty sure the, the author was involved in that. Yeah. In any case, mm-hmm. but but like there's there's a I don't know there's like a degree of at least have like a central core idea and follow through on the idea. I don't know what the fucking idea is of this show. Crime doesn't pay. Big fucking whoop. You know, like what what does that mean? Well, like seriously, what's the, okay? We're on the penultimate episode. They're obviously not going to talk about it here. So, like, what the, what what is the, what's the point of this series? I, I, I got nothing. I got I got <laughs> well, nothing. I've got Nostalgia. some things. Well, no, I mean, okay. So, first of all, if you go back to Breaking Bad, I heard I, this is just I'm just going to spew out some stuff that I I was you know was in my ear hole today. So they said that when Walt Walter in the diner with the gun. Okay, you guys remember what I'm talking about there? They said that they they put him there, but they didn't – they did that there. They put him with the gun as a challenge to themselves to figure out how to write that into the plot. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good good job, guys. You did it. Breaking Bad is awesome. But this show, you name it Better Call Saul – you change everything by the end of the first season and decide to, instead of transform Jimmy McGill into Saul Goodman by the end of season one, you proceed to do, what, five seasons of Jimmy McGill and Kim Wexler and Chuck and blah, and the fucking build in the lab and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, when people like the three of us who are saying, hey, what was it all for? Why did you run us around like idiots? Your answer is, hey, well, if you wanted to see a show about Saul Goodman, just go watch Breaking Bad because there's enough scenes of him in there. No, 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 no. You don't get away with that with me. Like I came away from that article saying, you know what? Fuck this guy because I read – okay. I like a lot of J.J. Pete, Pete really got me into J.J. Abrams, right? I mm-hmm. love Cloverfield. I, I like his Star Trek. Go down the list. Everything the guy touches, he's getting a watch from me just sure. because his name is on it. Okay. And I hear inter- read interviews or see interviews with him, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this dude is one of us. He gets it. He is going to try to land you know, the stuff we're looking for. 
This guy Gilligan is just another fucking Hollywood fife walking around going, huh, I can fucking do whatever I want. I wrote one of the greatest shows of all time. Wait. And he's just it's just both this whole series ends up being complete bullshit. You fuck I mean, we already have said this a hundred times, but all this time wasted, and now you've got me hooked for the last four episodes, and you're not giving me anything of what I was looking for. And I actually kind of enjoyed this episode only for one reason. I went in with negative expectations because I got a little too excited last week and it fucking pissed me off. So mm-hmm. this week I was just like, all right, here we go. Two left. Let's just watch. So it was a little, I enjoyed this one only for the fact that uh, it's almost over, I mm. think. Oh, God, Pete was bitching right here this scene. Oh, look, but that woman's put the tie on the old man just like I used to do. He goes, oh, fuck off. We and get they it both already. Have dark hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is, think, that's another Captain Obvious moment right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she fucking stares at the the parking attendant booth like, eh? It oh, might have, might as well just said fucking Mike was here at some point, you know? My he should have been a you... blue hologram like fucking Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> now that I watched. That. Yeah. <laughs> My big takeaway from that Rolling Stone interview with Gilligan was that and I hate to say it, but I'm kind of turning on Gilligan a little bit because. Yeah. Did you read that, Jack? I didn't yet. No. Okay, so he was talking about how he loves the universe, and that was a big part of him doing Saul because he loves the universe. And because this ends chrono, this show is going to be chronologically uh, the final point. If that makes sense, right? Yes. Like yep. there's there's nothing else after this is these scenes are all after El Camino, um, so he's talking about like yeah we can we we can go back in there. I just love the universe so much, and I'm like this guy's just fucking. He has a Breaking Bad universe ATM basically, so if he wants to get that fucking guest house or if he wants to you know renovate his kitchen or whatever, all he has to do is. Right. Put out a fucking cartoon. Put out another stupid fucking Netflix movie. And it's like, come on, dude. You're like you're the same person that like gave a shit enough to put enough meaty goodness in Breaking Bad. And then to be like, oh, you know, our plan was for Saul Goodman to show up at the end of season one. At the end of season one! This is season six. Fuck off, bro. Fuck off. You just, dude, I have to uh, instantly regurgitate the thought that you just put through my head. Okay. Because um, if this is the end all be all, there's on the phone with Saul and uh, Kim, mm-hmm. Saul said, um, Mike's dead. Fring is dead. Lalo's dead. Apparently. So, so Kim and um, this is in the ground. Jimmy are the only two. Yeah, they're the yeah. only two characters left in the universe, right? Yeah. But him saying apparently, there you go, Lalo spinoff. We're gonna get a prequel of Lalo. <laughs> that's his. That's his next. If he wants to come back into the universe, zombie Lalo. I was gonna say undead Lalo? Lalo. Let's fucking go, baby. Well, he ain't getting AMC's that. AMC's always fucking... looking for more Walking Dead spinoffs. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be greenlit. <laughs> That's the name of the fucking show, too. Greenlit. And it's just all about that gayish. You know what I'm saying? 
He would do that. Fucking Gilligan would do that. You know, on my YouTube feed the other day, um, those videos that they were making before the before season five of Better Call Saul, where it was like Jimmy McGill teaches you how to tie a tie, or like Lalo teaches you how to make a steak taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that two minute clip of Lalo making the taco is more entertaining than like I'd say a large chunk of this series. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like I just I'd I'd love to see him you know show me how to make a chimichanga next a little you know carne asada a little roast okay, boil yeah. you know. there's yeah. your spinoff yeah well that's a, that's a spinoff worth watching so we're so we're going to <clears throat> I'm supposed to believe that Kim wrote an affidavit and drove to Albuquerque or flew to Albuquerque to mm-hmm. confess just because Jimmy told her to on the phone. Because he, he said, "Why don't yeah?" He goes, "Why don't why don't you go confess then? Oh, You're the one with the guilty out, conscience." Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is some haircut on this woman. So I pulled up. <laughs> I pulled They're up the sti- <laughs> the Steely yeah. Dan. Uh, They're morning. They're morning. We're all in the morning. It's black and white. Uh, I don't oh, know if you guys got that. Um, the Steely Dan of Breaking Bad. So this is, I don't know if you guys know this, this is episode 61. Oh, God, here we go. And now Saul right now, right, this is 62, and, it, you know, the final one's going to be 63, so it's one more. I don't know. It doesn't mean Man. jack shit. But this is, check out, the, check out this plot. Now, um, last we left you, the previous episode was Osmandius. In that episode, Hank Schrader gets killed. Okay. This one's called Granite State. This is all that happens in the fucking penultimate episode of Breaking Bad. Uh, Walt goes to Saul and hooks up with Robert Forrester to fucking get him out of uh, Albuquerque. Yep. And then Saul leaves for Nebraska. All right. And he even this is the episode where he says, uh, if I'm lucky a month from now, best case scenario, I'm managing uh, Cinnabon in Omaha. Waka waka. Okay, mm-hmm. so Jack, Jack, the uh, meth guy, the, the fucking Nazis, um, they raid fucking uh, Hank and Marie's house. They find Jesse's fucking uh, tape, his confession. Uh, Todd fucking kills Andrea, Jesse's girlfriend, makes him watch, threatens to kill the boy. Walt ends up in New Hampshire in the little shack. Mm. And he's just fucking dealing with that the whole time. He fucking they then he sees the the manhunt that there's a manhunt for him, and he fucking he pieces out, goes back to Albuquerque, and uh, fucking spies on Wall Junior and shit. And um, you know he's gonna get revenge on his former partners, that the old dude and the Gretchen, whatever her name is, or I mean that that character, right? And then at the end. Of the, the wiki synopsis, it says reception. The episode was critically acclaimed, with reviewers commenting on how the slower change of pace from the previous week's episode, Osmandius, <laughs> allowed for a more contemplative narrative. That was considered a slow pace. Fuck That's... Better Call Saul. Fuck this fucking show. I'm not, oh. Look, I'm going to give this fucking show one more episode, and that's it. I'm done. Fucking done. <laughs> you know what? Me too. <laughs> uh, 
I, you know, part of me, part of me feels a little bit bad because I, it's like the I, I, I've said this so many times, but it's like the production value and the acting and the cinematography and all that shit. It's like it's a lot of people doing solid work. I can't. I'm not criticizing that. It's just like the fucking writing is not there, dude. No. It's, it's just not there. It, it's it's focusing on bullshit that, that you already lost me on. <clears throat> Kim's having a breakdown on a bus. I don't fucking care, man. Like, I don't. Two takes. I'm supposed to, and I don't. They did two takes. <laughs> just so you know. Just so you know, I learned that today. That's right. TM did his. TM was, was, was a working man, but God damn it, did he do his research? I tell you, <laughs> I was just like all day, just in shock, listening to people like just fife all over this. I'm just like, holy shit! I couldn't believe it when they said this is one of the best episodes of TV ever. I'm just like, well, I mean, well, let's go well, down that... the list of shows you've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is something, though, that is not unique to this Better Call Saul show. I mean, right. that happens a lot with YouTube and Reddit and this, like, ecosystem of podcasts. Somebody gets an opinion, and then it's like it catches fire, and everyone else starts aping the same bullshit. And yeah. it's like nobody it's, – it's almost like nobody even thinks about it, you know? Yes, yeah, they, yeah. They, that's, must, they that's, must have some great meds or some great weed. Uh, I don't I'll, understand I'll have some. it. Yeah. <laughs> in my way. I think it's laziness. Do we ecstasy before we fucking watch Better Call Saul? I don't understand it. I've I never been that excited about anything. I think a lot of the, the, the fandom, too, or, or not so much this fandom, but like you were talking about, Jack, like people aping the same thing over and over again, and it's literally like the same words. It's just a fucking it's – a, it's a lack of – like critical thought, lack of right. creativity, lack of originality of coming up with your own thoughts. Because, you know, we see this with like on social media with people's like political memes. They just go like, they, you know, yep. Yeah, this oh, sounds, yeah. Like, sounds like something I would say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like reading the article. It's like reading the title of an art, a political yes. article and posting it on your page and saying, fucking told you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, did you even read this? Yeah. <laughs> it's not what it's saying. Like, bro. Yeah, there's a picture of Joe Biden, but the article's actually about fucking Mickey Mouse. Like, yeah. you got to fucking pay attention. <laughs> you missed a good one. But, but Alex, to also... what you're, but to what you're saying there, too, I mean, as I get 10 minutes into these podcasts before I shut them off, they do a lot. They put a lot of thought and analysis into this. And it's so overdone. Like, right here, it would be mm-hmm. like, Holy shit, bro. Can you – I mean the way he wore that brown rubber glove mm-hmm. and the – oh, the 737,000. That's exactly the number that Walt said he, he told Jesse <laughs> that he needed. You know, that's the truth actually. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the truth. Yeah. Oh, and the guy has cancer also. Oh, it's amazing. And his name is Balter Bite. <laughs> Walter Bite. Oh, God. I actually Walter, just wish that. Walter Wright. And he's a math teacher. So, Salter Slightly. No, it should, it should be Walter Light because my son doesn't do his W uh, his L's. He says W's. Walter Light. <laughs> I just wish and there what was is, fucking and- one person on staff 
that like could defend this. You know what I mean? That that like genuinely likes it and watches it like earnestly like every week. I would just I'm not to shit on them. I would just love to talk to them. But there isn't. We all feel the yeah, same yeah, way. I got, you know who you want to talk to? Talk oh. to my wife. Let's go. Because she's been enjoying it. But again, she's enjoying it with the with the same thoughts of it took too long. I mean, if this is yeah. season four, we're yeah. all going nuts right now. Yeah, that's because a we condensed all the other crap and sure. we got here quick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or quick, quick enough. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, hell, if it was four seasons, maybe they wouldn't have had to fucking recast Pat Healy here. Yeah. Well, why do we like? Okay, so this whole scene. First of all, this is where I start to sh- like shout out some just inconsistencies and things that I don't I don't buy. Okay, yeah, so why is it? Th- why does every rich person have their passwords hidden on a piece of paper somewhere on their desk? <laughs> like, why? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I certainly wouldn't hide it. Right next, I don't know. Anyway, okay, now, this whole shit here. You guys are seeing him walk past the piano, head up mm-hmm. the stairs. Okay. The the um, the Saul lovers describe this as him, because of the argument with Kim, mm-hmm. he now no longer cares. And he his attitude now is, well, I've always gotten away with everything, so I'm just going to fucking say, fuck it. I'll always get away with it. Bullshit. This character doesn't fucking take a glass and drink out of it and basically put his DNA on it. Right. And stealing of the watches. Like, what are we doing? He's screaming at the other guys to do everything perfectly and not fuck up the plan. So what – I want – like, what are we doing here? I, I, he's, okay. grabbing, he's grabbing the watches, and I'm yelling at my wife. I'm going, give me a fucking break. No way he would do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So two, so, so two things to respond to. First of all, as somebody who has worked in customer service in the IT department, you are severely overestimating the intelligence of the average uh, person, let alone uh, you know moderately wealthy person. I know so many dumb motherfuckers who have a Post-it note under their keyboard that has the keys to the kingdom. And... Uh, that, is, that that tracks even today. I think this is supposed to be like mid-2000s. That shit's still going on. All right? Mm. So that, that right there, I, I, I buy. I have no problem with that because I fucking lived it. See, Number Alex, two, I told you he likes this show. I knew it. <laughs> Number two, it's called Lazy Writing. That's all it is. I just... This... this uh... He doesn't give a fuck after talking to Kim. Also, an encased signed basketball. Like, I know it's Nebraska, but... Honestly, what what an incredible amount of backstory to build into a character that that literally, like... (laughs) None of this touches him in Breaking Bad at all. Like, they have literally written around... Having to ever deal with a a non reference to Kim in Breaking Bad to make it all work for this series, it's kind of fucking ridiculous if you think about it. Yeah, and somebody somebody was like, "Oh, the whole one of the reasons they did better call Saul was to help wrap up some of the loose ends in Breaking Bad." I didn't need any loose ends wrapped up in Breaking Bad. Like, no, there was one thing I believe this season that answered a question. <clears throat> about it wasn't anything that i cared about anyway yeah i mean i wanted to know whether or not his assistant was going to get to that phone booth at like you know two thirty on a friday or whatever that was really important for me i wanted to know if that server wound, wound up going to gus's house and they got a little you know bang session going on 
In the tunnel. Tunnel of love, they called it. With the wine. <laughs> Gotta be with good wine, though. Oh, yeah, that cork's going somewhere, you know what I'm saying? I can't open it, but I'll bring it out to show you. You're going to love it. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can't drink it, but you can sniff the cork. Smell it. <laughs> Here, sniff my cork. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> sniff the cork like a good cork sucker. Do it. God, I got to fucking find a picture of my Uncle Mark because it looks exactly like fucking Saul right now. <laughs> it's amazing. feel like he should be screaming at me in Italian right now. What a <laughs> terrible Chicago accent. <laughs> Pat Healy's the best, though. Oh, my God. The, the, the best part of this episode is about to happen. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm fucking out of here, dog. Catch me if you can, coppers. What are the cops even doing? Like... It's this. Uh, that's bad writing, Jack. Let's have the fucking cops pull up behind him to eat their sandwiches. Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to make us like stress out. This is now. This is the first of Saul's two at, almost attempts at murder. Uh, three, I'd say. He fucking attempted to murder the show. Probably succeeded. Oh, <laughs> that was Vinny. Vinny G. <laughs> Fuck Vinny G. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't. Do you guys want to do uh, commentaries for the Better Call Saul animated series or no? Yeah, why not? I'm sure a lot of people are watching that. Yeah, I'm not busy the rest of tonight. Let's just roll into it. <laughs> what if we do that next week? I'm in the right mood. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is fucking awesome! And then his face when he's on his on his knees, looking up at them. Mm. It's like the perfect cat, like actor for this. Yeah. I love that he was like gingerly moving the uh, the gear shift. Like he's not oh. gonna see this. Don't you have to fucking put your foot on the brake in order to uh, gear shift? Anyway, it's weird. <laughs> Right, shouldn't the lights They're, be lit? Yeah, I thought that exactly. I, I thought the cab's lights were on to begin with too. I didn't know he turned them off, but now they're fucking off. All right, Alex. It doesn't matter ask. because these guys aren't even checking him out. It doesn't matter. They just randomly Alex. pulled over. Yeah, and they got this so, fucking so, Tarantino conversation going on. So here's my question. All right, mm-hmm. now I remember because we've gotten tacos a few times in Chicago sure. as a group, right? Yep. And if memory serves, one time we had corn tortillas and there were two of them. Mm-hmm. And the other time, I think there was only one. Okay. Now I'm seeing that these tacos have two tortillas. Yeah. Is that is that the standard? Like, is that the traditional way you want to serve those things? Or is that more to just, like, have a little bit of structural integrity when they're wrapped up in tinfoil? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing I was going to go with. So two two tortillas would be – if it depends on the tortilla, right? And so it depends on the tortilla and it depends on the filling yeah. what you're putting in the, the in the taco. One is fine if you're doing like a little thing and it's a fucking pretty good sturdy taco or sturdy uh, tortilla. Yeah. But I think normally you would do two just because they're on the okay. smaller side. You want to, you know, have some, like you said, stru- structural integrity. <laughs> sure. Sure. Now, are we to believe that Saul told him to do that? No, right? There's no, there's no 
evidence no. of a conversation between the two of them. No, he's just no. an idiot. Yeah. Oh, color. Guy's color. Right, right. We're, so we're in Pleasantville now. We weren't before. We're in black and white. So a lot of um, lot of talk about this scene with mm-hmm. regards to the way that Saul acts mm-hmm. and just how, I guess, rude he is or like. I mean, to me, he's just acting like a 16-year-old who just got dumped. Of course, yeah, yeah. I don't I think mean, it's anything more than that, yeah. Yeah, better call Salty. He's salty as fuck right now. <laughs> but the, Better call Styrofoam. But, I mean, she did just fucking peace out on him. I mean, he is... She dumped his ass. They both have their problems. It's not like anyone's more at fault than the, than the fucking other person. Right. They're both complicit. She just decided to just fucking peace out, change their arrangement on a fucking... Uh, Drop of a hat, and he was like, "Oh, okay." Now, well, I'm drop the- of a Howard. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but see that. All right, so that okay. So the whole con that was that they were pulling on Howard, right? I mean, what did they honestly think? That the characters forget Vince Gilligan; he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. What did these characters think the end game was going to be? Like, I mean, I figure Saul was after the Sandpiper money mm-hmm. to get that you know, settled sooner so he can get paid. And obviously just to fuck Howard over. Mm-hmm. But what was Kim's motivation in that? I mean, Kim, I don't think it was for the money with Kim. I think Kim just got caught up in the con. That's the whole thing of her being like, you're bad for me. All right. So stick with yeah. that. Stick with that. Now, okay. does, did any of the podcasts or even uh, Mrs. Maloney uh, speak about, or even like defend Kim in that, sense because like maybe she was uh maybe impressionable and he just she was just under his blah 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 you know what i mean okay so the podcasts were saying that kim is a good person now i disagree i think kim is a bad person also and my wife agreed with me there she goes no kim is bad too Mm -hmm. because right because okay Jimmy McGill is a shyster. Jimmy McGill is a con artist. He meets a girl. She's into it too. That turns her on. I'm sorry. She's also bad then. So like the whole idea of her character having this like, you know, I don't know, awakening or just, just, you know, oh, oh my God, you know, the law is everything and I'm guilty and I need to fess up because that's the right thing to do. I think it's too late, honey. Yeah, if you're you're hugely at fault for Howard's death, and obviously she's she knows that. But to, for other people, for for people watching this show to say that it's Jimmy's fault that she did bad things is nonsense. Yeah, she's just as she's just as much a bad person as he is. Yeah, fuck all that whitewashing bullshit. Because even Gilligan said how the interesting thing in that article he was saying. Uh, the interesting thing was that, like, everybody loves Saul Goodman. You know, he's a piece of shit lawyer, this, this, and that. And it's like, all right, we're going to do Better Call Saul. Because then you can see Jimmy wasn't always bad, that he was good, and then he broke bad. Jimmy McGill was never good. He was never huh. good. He was always the redheaded stepchild. He yeah. was always the bad to Chuck's good. Chuck was good. Chuck Chuck was the good Howard one. Howard no. was good. Yeah. These I, two are bad. Yeah, did they have fucking bad, like, I don't know personable skills or or 
you know, fucking Chuck was not a good brother to Jimmy and stuff like that because he was ashamed of him. Yeah, absolutely. But Jimmy yeah. was just a fucking short con, a short con artist, fucking just pulling small cons on people like his whole life. And yeah. it goes back and... to that thing when he was little and his and his father got fucking uh, he got shook down by the one guy and the guy tells young Jimmy this is like in the first couple of seasons, like hmm. uh, there's wolf and there's sheep. Be a wolf. And if that fucking sticks in his head, why did we see that? If fucking Gilling it is going to all of a sudden go back and fucking whitewash uh, Jimmy and say, no, he was he wasn't always bad. He was good. No, he wasn't. Stop no, it. He wasn't. That's right. And 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 fucking Kim. Jimmy was trying to shut down the Howard Khan and Kim encouraged it to continue. Mm hmm. I believe more than once because when she whipped her car around, made the biggest decision of her life, instead of going to get the, the job uh, she always yeah, wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was I think the second time. I believe the first time she's she was like, "Let's do this." Ugh, fucking people, just stop. I just love that. Aaron I like Paul's it better this way. Though. I like right it. Now. I like it. I like it better looking at it as the two of them being cunts because then at least. I can appreciate the the depreciation of the characters. Yes, I, I well. 100% okay? agree. 100%. Yeah, if you yeah, you, I'm not sitting through an hour and forty five minute podcast of somebody sitting there telling me how they're good people gone bad for this reason or that reason, and it's and, 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 and you know, oh, and by the way, the whole you know what the whole point of the show is? It's to show us that it was all Saul's fault. It was all Saul's fault because he encouraged the Walter and Jesse to expand their empire and he introduced them to Frank. Mm -hmm. And so that's all the, all the outcome of breaking bad is based on this character. So that's why we just sat through six seasons of fucking nonsense because just to tell us that in one five second clip. And then this fucking scene, I gotta be honest. If the, if we didn't see the other, if last week didn't have, the the Winnebago scene, mm -hmm. I would have been I would have been even happier with Aaron Paul's performance oh, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course he looks like he's forty years old, but at least he's fucking you know tweaky. He gets the tweaky like druggy kind of yeah. thing going here mm -hmm. that he did not do at all last week. Right, right, right. The other, here, it's here. also dark scene, lower mm -hmm. hat, cigarette. It's raining. Like there's less of an opportunity to just completely expose the fact that the actors, however many years old, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. So I kind of don't mind the scene, other than like well, I do mind the scene. Uh, I don't like scene. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking that. No, but that was a switch. This right here is this guy any good? So we're supposed to believe that. Jesse's mind gets changed from Kim because Jesse knew from the beginning that Saul was a shyster lawyer. And he's like, no, he's like, uh, my buddy Emilio in there says that this guy's good. I'm like, I don't know. He seems, you know, he's on TV. He's kind of goofy, whatever. Is he, you know, you look legit. You know, is he any good? So we're supposed to believe that fucking Jesse called Saul for what he is and was. Like from from jump from fucking Jump Street. Man. Wait, so you're saying he Jesse always knew Saul was a dirtbag, but this giving us this scene now, fifteen years later, that is supposed to make us think that she changed his mind. 
No, I, I'm I'm saying that it the show is making a point to say that Jesse second guessed Saul's uh, like uh, uh, legitimacy or uh, competency by saying, "Hey, my boy went in there." Says this guy's good, but I think he's kind of goofy. He's on TV. He's kind of a just joke or right. whatever. And then Ugh. he asks her, "Is he legit? Is he any good? You seem to know your stuff." So, like Jesse had second thoughts to begin with. Yet he's the one that ugh, fuck off. He brought Walt to Saul. This last season is like particularly bad, mm. man. With the retconning, it's just ugh. I can't. I can't fuck with it. Doers, no lime, no lemon juice this time. No anything. Oh, I wonder if we saw what the other bottle was too, because it was always two pours and then the lemon juice. Oh, did he have a little yeah. lemon juice with the? With the he juice? didn't put it in this time. This was just a this straight was just pour. The doers. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I was trying to see what it was too, but it, they didn't show the second bottle. Oh my god! One of the podcasts referenced Saul hands. That was just Saul hands. What he just did right there. Saul hands makes phones ring. Oh my god! Why wouldn't he put on the police scanner now? Why didn't he just there put on the a police? Fucking cop and in fucking front of the house. To synchronicity. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Something to fucking pick this whole slow ass fucking show up. Hey, uh, Dad, this is great. I actually think this guy kills it here. Yeah, he's he's good. Now, why would that happen? They said there was a robbery? That's not part of the deal. <laughs> They're you know, not part of the problem is with this. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem here is that, like, this, this section of the story is happening with characters that, like, popped up two episodes ago. So, like... Again, it's like I don't have any investment in these people. I don't. Even, I don't have any investment in this guy, mm-hmm. uh, or or um, Carol Burnett for that matter. It just seems misguided. I don't know. Like you, you, you spend so much time in a series or whatever, and uh, it's it, yeah. I, I I'm I'm struggling. I'm <laughs> I'm like really fucking pulling threads here, what? trying to get some talking points. And but. That's well, I think want... too, uh, Tom. Real quick is. If they casted Carol Burnett as just a random old lady, just a random actress, yeah, it wouldn't. We're supposed to like, okay, so what's Carol Burnett's big thing that she's gonna do in this uh, season at the fucking by the end of the show? But if it was a random actress, it would probably hit harder because we don't yeah. expect it. Like we might think so, but we're not gonna really expect that this complete rando actress is going to be the one to do Saul in. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an immediate tell as soon mm-hmm. as it's Carol Burnett, you're like, oh, she's going to, she's a part of it. it that's she's the gonna, fucking yeah. law and order thing, right? Like if somebody famous shows up in the credits, you're like, oh shit, you know, that's going to be the bad yeah. guy or that's going to be yeah. the person who gets killed this week. Totally. Fucking better call. So mm. very interesting. You know what's funny? When this episode started, I wasn't tired, but I'm very tired right now. Dude, I was thinking going into this, this uh, every fucking episode this last season is the longest episode. Dude, I, I slept eight and a half hours last night, which is higher than my average. I, I Me mean, too. I, I, did, I did pretty well last night, you know? Uh, I, this shouldn't be happening. 
keep your shirt on because they can hear you, Carol Burnett. Yes, Quaid. Yes, Quaid. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if the robe had more rhinestones on it, you know. Damn, you know, if she wasn't looking out the window, if she didn't see um, Gene yelling at them and being rude to the dog, mm-hmm. she would have bought this whole story right here. She That was the whole tell. When he was rude to the other guy's dog, she knew there was no nippy. It really is such a dull fucking writing. It's such ah oh man, you know. And I did. I I had an intention tonight of coming in here, and not like trying to support the show or like disagree with you guys or anything. But I, I honestly did enjoy sitting down and watching this last night. And again, mm-hmm. obviously, I went in with no expectations. And I I think what it is is okay. So. You know, doing the commentaries with you here for the last few and reading the articles, listening to the podcast, talking this through with my wife, who is a defender of the show, even though she really she gets is it only though, right? defending season six. She's not oh, okay, defending because gotcha. mm-hmm. she's big Breaking Bad. So she's just trying to defend Absolutely. it all, all the tie-ins, right? Absolutely. And that being said, um, I, can, I, I think I just watched the show better. Like I sit down and I know what to expect. I can look for the for the little Easter eggs and I mean it's not you don't really have to look for them. They're so fucking on the nose, it's embarrassing. But mm-hmm. that being said, it's just kinda like instead of saying, God, this is so stupid, I could say I could just make a joke and be like, Oh, that was this, right? Oh, hey, okay, fast forward to the next you know. Um so that I so I, I at least had a good time watching it. But it doesn't change the fact that it sucks. And that's that's what and here's another thing, guys. Do you remember after I did the one episode with Jack before you came back, Alex, mm-hmm. and I said that Chad D gave me shit two minutes into the fucking commentary because he said he thought I was gonna be the voice of reason. <laughs> that's right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Ever since then, yeah. I get a text every Monday night about eleven thirty, twelve o'clock saying What'd you think? Or this was, how was Steely Dan? Yeah. <laughs> and I actually wrote to him this week. I go, I kind of like this. You know, I had a good yeah. time with it for what it was. And yeah, he writes yeah, yeah. back. He goes, uh, it was I. And he just trashes it. So he is completely turned from telling me that I'm wrong and I should have saved the show. And it's a prequel and we're all, you know, overreacting. And now he's shitting on it. <laughs> and he's mad. That's great. It's amazing. What a turnaround. Mm-hmm. But, eh, you know, sometimes people just – people are – because you can sit back. If you just sit back and just shut your brain off, you, I guess you can watch this show. I mean, if you watch it on fucking TV, man, with the commercials, it's an hour and 20 minutes long. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. I was, I was going to agree with you because I think you can – okay, I'll, I'll... – <laughs> I'm not going to speak for the show right now. Definitely not speaking for Jack. But I think you can – like you said, you watched it yesterday, and you were enjoying it. Like, I think you can enjoy this, like, in a vacuum like that. Because right. while watching it this morning, there were definitely moments that I was like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, whatever. As soon as fucking that intro bumper starts when we're doing the show, though, ah, oh, the hate. 
Hate just flows through me. I'm not going to raise my voice because I'm committed to the Lord. Me too. Well, it's because, and this is because, because when we, it, you know, we leave the vacuum and we sit down to do a commentary for the penultimate episode of the fucking series. That's the thing, man. And it's and Jack, having gone through the whole thing, and we all sit down and it's just like, it's listen, it's very simple. This could have been cool if. Fill in the blank. This could have been cool if it was season three. This would have been cool if it was season four. Yeah. This would have been cool if it didn't take six seasons to turn Jimmy into salt. You know, that's the whole thing. The whole look at that. Look at color. The first color ever in the black and white Steve, on his glasses. By myself wow. in the morning, drinking my coffee. Got that I'm Jack? Like, Come on, bro. I'm like cool shot. Wow. Emmy. Emmy. Cool shot. Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy. So, but no, I, and that's it, man. I mean, God, I they they really fucked this up because if this was season three or four, actually, hold on, I'm gonna give Chad some props here. So he broke it down for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down with this with the uh, as uh, according to the Duke, he said, "This is how it, this is how it should have been." No, boy. <laughs> He sends me this one text. He goes, LOL, it just didn't fit his character. It was like he understood when she left, like what they want through, what they went through. It was just off. And I'm, right, I'm not sure I follow that text, dude. Okay. He <laughs> said, <laughs> okay, here's, here's Chad's, here's big, okay, blah, 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 blah. Chuck's storyline should have ended with season one. Season two, building the lab, rise of Saul, and downfall of Nacho. Season three, end with numb nuts in the wrong place, wrong time, getting offed, and going full Saul. Season four, black and white, end of show. There you go. Four seasons. That's what I keep saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Season four would be real short, he says. (laughs) Yeah. You could cut that down to three. You could. You can get it down to three. I mean, guys, you guys were saying it on the commentaries, probably season two. Like, all of us were saying it. This can't go more than one or two more seasons. And then they go Mm -hmm. through season three, and Alex, I can can hear you in my head saying, no more than five. No more than five. And then we found out there was going to be six before five aired. and And that's it right there. You're just like, oh, my God, what are we fucking doing? By the way, rip this fucking thing off her neck. <laughs> well, give me some action here. Those are both very clean drops. I'm just going to make a note here. Go for it, man. I'm not here. I'm not here to make friends. It's <laughs> all so clean. It's all, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all, it's all done, guys. It's all done. Ugh. Not yet. Not One more enough. fucking hour. Longest hour ever, too, Jack. Oh, my God. So, okay, so the, we didn't hear the Ask Jeeves. I asked Jeeves, and he yeah, told yeah. me, okay. <laughs> and then these, these I've fallen and I can't get up button. I mean, dude, the, the time frame. Bruh. The callback, bro. Uh, Peter Gould. Goulden's mustard. Oh, look, oh. no commercial jumping oh. right to this. Did you see this or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm very excited that the I left the, um, what's it called on? Okay, captions so that, for that. So that was the uh, yellow car. That was a yellow Jimmy car that 
didn't him and Mike get stranded in the desert? Mm-hmm. And they had to like walk back or something with all the money. Something. Yeah, like that, that was right? that was after the shootout. Right. Yeah. So they're showing. And that. Mike came and saved him. Right. 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 Well, he's saying, yeah, he's he's saying Pro Model 60 or whatever. It's one of the vacuums. The vacuum thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I thought Why I was... am I afraid? I'm not afraid. I'm afraid of the boogeyman. Who's the boogeyman? You, you figure, figure it, it out. I got it, guys. I figured it out. What is it? They never actually got out of the desert. When he did they change this? Got... <laughs> I'm a nobody. You understand? He actually and died. you can't kill a person with no body. The dream sequence, he actually died out there. Everything that's happened since that shootout is nonsense. Pull back. Cool. It was all in a snow globe. <laughs> Pull in back. Toronto. Hey, hi, guys. You know me. Steve Spiros. Easy going. Pull back Pull even back. farther. Snow globe held by Walt Jr. <laughs> and he drops it into a pool <laughs> with parts of a plane and a pizza on a roof nailed it and a pink teddy bear with one of its eyes out yes <laughs> and a crutch and a book <laughs> on a toilet ww oh god oh boy Yay, this asshole. is it guys we made it to the end almost we're not there yet we're not known yet. No. Alex, what is that fucking, what is that icon picture on fucking Discord? Well, sir, that's one of the greatest directors of all time, Neil Breen. I get a mute. <laughs> <laughs> that's Neil Breen, one of, uh, one of Hollywood's greatest creations. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Steely Dan, the penultimate episode of the series finale of Better Call Saul. Stop it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to long. I'm trying to. Uh, 708-406-9546. If you enjoy the show and somehow are still listening to us every single week, please call into the binge cast. I will be on with Pete MC, who also dislikes this show, and we'll be talking about it in very hateful tones um, this weekend. So make sure to call us. And, and, I should call and, it. I feel gay. I should call it that. Thanks, me. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash binge media, five bucks a month gets you the full binge this week. Pete and I did a commentary for Rise of the Planet of the Apes, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Jay, nice. anything else? Um, they tickle our balls. Oh, other than that, they this show does not. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> just not. saying, just saying. <laughs> Definitely not. Gentlemen, until the finale next week, I will say... Series finale. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm wasted. Fuck yeah! Fuck all that shit! Is a confused person get a resolution? Yeah, me and my tummy speeder bikes.